You gotta beat the man. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. With a million. <laughs> You're, you are already recording, I'm not recording, it's totally fun, it's Mike, it's James, uh, that was a good start. Wonderful Mike. start. Hello darling. Can everyone hear us or have we fucked this up already? <laughs> no, everyone, I, I do believe everyone can hear, we are coming through loud and clear. Um, will coming, the, in your, coming in your ears. I'm coming in my ears, the Royal Rumble is coming, will the Royal Rumble come through loud and clear on a positive note for the first time in I don't know how many years, Mike? Hard to say. I mean, was it last last year was Roman Reigns and everyone shat on it. The previous yeah, year was... And, 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 and everyone shat on The Rock. Don't forget that. That's true, because they tried to give Roman Reigns the rub. Although Roman Reigns is a lot more over than he was then, he's still not got everyone, it seems. You know, I, 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 I've got the day off, which is very, very good. So we're, we're, we're on for the commentary. I've got... Absolutely, so, yes. So I, finished Sunday work, I finished Sunday at work at um, five o'clock. Uh, and then uh, I'm not working Monday. I would be working Monday at seven. So okay. we're good. We're, the Royal Rumble is go. But can you imagine this scenario, Mike? Go on. Obviously, if Roman Reigns win, they're stupid enough to bring Daniel Bryan back and then have him tossed over the over the, over the side for the third year in a row. That wouldn't well, surprise me. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me much. But there's a lot of variables. Even though there's a lot of people injured, if Bryan were to return. Right, which, uh, there's, a, there's a bit of rumour of it, but, but God knows if it's true. If he returns, then Vincent Mann's going to have to choose who do I have winning this Rumble? Reigns, the current champion, Brian or Lesnar? This is tricky, I think, from a booking standpoint. Um, it really depends, doesn't it? The problem is, if you bring Brian back for a third year, yes. because he's come back, he'll be arguably more over, maybe even than Lesnar at the time. Quite possibly, so yes. So if he doesn't win, it'll be the third year the fans shit in it, I think. Which would be a bad idea to bring him back. Sadly, I think you're right. Like we said recently, if you're going to bring him back and not win the Rumble, bring him back the night after or fast lane or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, sadly, I can see what you have predicted happening, but I hope WWE be sensible enough to go, if he's not winning, we'll bring him back later. Absolutely. And if there are rumours of him being in the Rumble, really, really strong rumours... Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are strong. I'm just hoping, to be honest. Yeah, but you know how rumours build up. If I was WWE, I'd bring Brian back at the beginning of the Rumble, explaining that he's still injured. So, oh, that would make sense. So yeah. that kind of like takes it, you know, um, uh, that kind of like takes take, take, takes it out. Really takes, for him, takes, you know? the, takes the bitterness away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's a good uh, idea. If, if the rumours do build up a lot, so uh, yeah, and, and then and then you've got a degree of control. Um, it's a very good idea. It is. It is a very good idea. I mean, there's, there's an article on uh, WhatCulture.com. Um, five reasons to be fearful about the Royal Rumble. Oh dear. <laughs> number and uh, number five being the undercard is light on announcements. Well, yeah. I mean, normally the undercard will have a couple of title matches, but with Reigns in the Rumble, that's one big match already gone. Sadly. Yes. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I, I've already I have any. Has anything been announced yet? I think Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in the Last Man Standing match for the Intercontinental Title, which ooh, could be ooh. a really, really good match. I like that. That's a match that should be main event. If you see what I mean, and maybe in in that, the that, that's taking the place of the championship match. I'd imagine. Gotta be, gotta be. 
Um, I like the sound of that. I'm I, a fan of both those yeah. guys, as you know. I mm. can't see there not being a tag team championship match at the Rumble to flesh it that, out. Indeed. I mean, certainly with you, so it's knocking about. It wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of match between Kalisto and Del Rio. Yep. In some form. And uh, we could, of course, have uh, Becky versus Charlotte. We could, couldn't we? Yeah, so there's enough stuff to do. There is. I'm, 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 I always like the whole, I'm going to pick my number, like they used to do. Backstage. Uh, you, I remember you being a fan of that, the sort of the roulette thing. Well, not even the roulette, not even the roulette thing, but I, I do think on pay per view, there's a lot. Do you, do you think? Do you think they don't do it anymore because it's quite difficult to say? <laughs> probably yes. The, the, the roulette thing. <laughs> but I, I just like, I, I just like because you get superstars that don't normally see each other too much. Well, you used to anyway when, when it was SmackDown and Raw, and um, and, and the only the only time we're ever going to lament that that going. <laughs> yes. And and but what you do do is you see um uh it's it's like a nice build up to the rumble. As yes. In, all these backstage skits um you know and and I I like that it helps flesh out the pay per view it helps on the way to the rumble and they're quite often if I remember they 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 do quite a few interviews as well in the lead up to the rumble um uh, years That's gone by. True. And That's now, true, yeah. yeah, they don't really give a shit. It just does. Uh, yep, yeah, the, the they might interview one or two of the favourites. Here's the rumble. Thank you very much. That's it, mm. and I'm sure they'll do that again this year. And it's just a shame, really, because um, you know they, there's almost this lack of build-up to arguably, you know, their I think uh, their second or third biggest match of the year, other than the WrestleMania main event. I mean, I think there's a there's a good shout of saying with the Royal Rumble, the match itself is top, easily top five, top three most important matches or, or, or matches where people are invested in um, for the year. I think you could easily call it number three. Yeah. At, at, at WrestleMania, you have whatever The Undertaker's doing, because that's always huge. True. You have the well, title match. No, you, you used to. You used to. Indeed. Maybe not so much now. Then you... Well, still to an extent. Uh, and, okay. <laughs> do, do you not think so? No, I did not get... I don't... Well, it's just me from my personal... I don't give a shit about The Undertaker match anymore. It's not important. Oh, anymore. that's a shame. But, uh, but I can understand why, obviously. Yeah, I can understand, though, for other people, he is a staple of Wrestlemania it's just yes. that they completely messed it up and in hindsight uh, didn't really need to do it did you really <laughs> in hindsight either so it's the oddest thing in the world because like I say we will never know for sure Lesnar is so hot ridiculously hot but will we ever know we'll never be able to tell obviously if he'd be that hot without breaking the streak so we can never know if it was good or bad uh, right? yeah I think he was hot anyway I mean he didn't need to break the streak to be that hot. He was hot before. He, uh, he was still hot after he lost to John Cena on his first match. Even Some, though we oh, said yeah. that was the wrong thing to do. That, and a fantastic match. Yeah, that that didn't that didn't stop him. So, you know, losing mm-hmm. to The Undertaker wouldn't. And as I think you and I said at the time, if you wanted to uh, to do that, you, you get The Undertaker win by almost Brock Lesnar doing, you know, like the slip over banana peel finish, saying... Uh, you know, Undertaker wouldn't have won had it been for Brock doing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just have Brock destroy the Undertaker so much that the Undertaker announces his retirement, or does he, at Raw? Ooh, you and know? then the man who retired the Undertaker. That's good. Yeah, but I, you know, I mean, I, yes, the Undertaker will always come back next year. But, you, but you can, yeah, but do something like that. That would have that, that would have made much more impact. But then kept his winnings. That would have pleased the fans for the winning streak. But, kept, mm-hmm. but but really pushed Brock Lesnar. You wouldn't have harmed it. And now, I mean, twenty-one and one. Who gives a shit about twenty-one and one or twenty-two mm. and one? 
It's over. They completely ruined one of their biggest WrestleMania franchises by doing that, I think. Mm, so I, I'm, yeah. No one's going to buy DVDs you. saying 21 and 1, are they? That is true. That is true. And uh, it makes the Hall of Fame when he goes in that little, that not a special anymore either. Yeah. So Sadly, you, yeah, you're onto something. You're certainly onto something. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, which is why it's very sad. And uh, there you go. But but yes, Undertaker, I, I appreciate, not to me, but uh, to most people. To many, yeah, me, to many. Because I'm bitter. Uh, he's still a, he is still a draw. And I can imagine that match still being, even if it's the last match this year, one of the main staples. So yeah, I agree. Are you just saying bitter because you're part German? Yes, that means please. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm bitter because I'm just a bitter wrestling fan, Mike. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Yes. Bring me... Le- I'm just trying to cheer him up. All the while, in this world where we live, there should be more crap happiness. I got confused there. Anyway, so yeah, the, the top three match of the year in my head are the, the WrestleMania Championship match, wherever the Undertaker's up to, and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Is what I was getting at. So I agree with you completely on that score. Cool. Mm. But you're right, the, rum, the Rumble undercard, nothing's been announced. It's really weird, unless something happened on SmackDown this week and I missed it. But it is a bit puzzling, because well, there's enough yeah. stuff for them to do. They seem to do this more recently, is announce matches late. And I would love to know if it's because they're making it up as they go, or if it's some kind of strange tactic. Well, they've got the network, okay? Yes, um, I was watching so, it earlier. Yeah, uh, but you're right I don't understand I mean you've got one Raw before let's be honest their second biggest show of the year in terms Indeed. of uh, pay-per-view buys used to be yes, um, yes I think SummerSlam was a third SummerSlam used to be a contender for the Royal Rumble I think years back but now it's very oh, yeah. the third one um, uh, and I, that's what I don't understand you are trying to sell a pay-per-view so normally it just makes sense that the last Raw the big show that everyone watches before the Rumble, you, or you have all your matches set in place, that's the one to hype all the matches up, not make matches, you know? All the matches yeah. should be set before that, but no. But the, 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 the problem is, I know obviously John Cena's injury has put a spanner in the works. True. Because <clears throat> the rumour was, a long, long time ago, Vince McMahon had the WrestleMania card all done. Oh, well, that, I like the sound of that. Yeah, but obviously um, with John Cena being injured, it's obviously changed a few things. So. Just a bit. Cena gone, Orton gone, Sting supposedly. Yeah, we'll see. Brian, God knows what. Well, yeah, but t- but Sting's, Sting is going into the Hall of Fame. Which is absolutely brilliant. Yes. I can remember when I was uh, 16. I'd, not been a res- I'd only been a wrestling fan for like nine months or something. And I f- and Sting winning a match on Nitro that, that everyone on Nitro, they said it was for the title and then changed their mind. Something kind of strange like that. And uh, I remember cheering and sort of running around the room that Sting had won. I was a big Sting fan. Uh, I don't like to use this phrase too much, but back in the day, I was a big Sting fan. So it's okay. lovely to see. Okay, then. You're a big Sting fan. I appreciate yes. that. Yeah, yeah. I like Sting. Probably not as much as you, only because I, I, I wasn't a WCW fan. Mm-hmm. Are you... I mean, yeah, yes or no, if you had to. Are you disappointed with this run in the WWE? Probably yes. Why? The hype and attention and the glory they're giving him is truly deserved. Yes. But there's a great big blot on his copybook, and that was the Triple H match. Uh, the Yeah. Uh, for me, probably the worst decision at WrestleMania since we've been reporting on it, other than The Undertaker losing. I'd say that's number two. It made decision. no sense at all. 
I mean, I, the only thing I can think of is the idea of, because, I mean, at the time, maybe Triple H was thinking he'd wrestle more regularly and therefore push himself. But, of course, that hasn't happened. Well, so yeah. it's even yeah. less point. Why and, would you do that? No, and every time Triple H does that to push himself, everyone just thinks he's a dick. Exactly, know? yeah. Uh, they don't think, what a hard guy. Well, oh, you're so good. You're such a good wrestler. It, mm-hmm. I, I sometimes get the feeling that Triple H wants to be on the upper echelon with Stone Cold and The Rock. Um, and, then, and then you've got Ric Flair. And then you've got Sting, you know? Mm-hmm. And it seems to me he wants to be there. Part of it, I, I, don't want to, I, I don't want to believe it, but I think he thinks he is there some of the time. Right. Yeah. Um, and and I, I do think there's this arrogance sometimes with Triple H's booking, especially now he's, he's got so he's got a lot of power. I mean, ever, and I've thought that ever since, for example, how they buried the Spirit Squad for DX. Basically, <laughs> they were cannon fodder for DX, and and and, and, st- and the way that Triple H treated Scott Steiner, even though Scott Steiner is not the best wrestler in the world, um, he basically exposed him in the matches. You know, and they had very very bad matches where Triple H. Being, being as good as he could be, had it been Kurt Angle versus Scott Steiner, I mean, I think they could have got got a you know got a decent match. I mean, hell, John Cena got a half decent match against the Great Carly at Extreme Rules one year, you know. Indeed, yeah, yeah, but he did it because he's selfish. Um, and I, th- I still think there's a bit of that with the Triple H, unfortunately. You think Triple H deliberately ran the match to expose Scott Steiner's weaknesses? That's a hell of an accusation, my friend. It is. It is. I think he did because. Scott Steiner is not the best wrestler in the world. Fair, fine. He's better than Carly and Mark Henry. Yes, he is. Um, and I've seen better main event, better main events with the great Carly and dare I say it, Mark Henry. Yeah, even you know matches than, yeah. than obviously the one that tri- that Triple H had. Um, Triple H was good enough to have a half decent match. He obviously chose not to. That's what I think. Wow, my my. So. Have we swapped roles this week? You're becoming the controversial one. <laughs> no, I don't in, know, Mike. In, in a minute, he's going to make jokes about testicles. I will, I will. Triple H has no balls, no. Um, there we are. Well, no, he's got, he's got big balls when it comes to his career. But yeah, but it all goes back to that Sting thing. That was an ego thing. Whether it was Vince and Triple H, you're from WCW, you're not going to win your main match. And it was once again... The you have WWE, to wonder about yeah, that, yeah. Cutting, <clears throat> cutting their nose off despite their face. Once again. The Sting... Would Sting winning would have made sense. Sting winning should have made sense. You should have really, I think, I know it was nice having all those WCW people back, but you should have really just had Sting and Triple H made it a clean, nice match. And if you wanted to get the others involved, you do it after the match. I suspect the thinking there was Sting's old, he might be a bit knackered, let's get some other stuff to keep the match ticking over. Yeah, tr- okay, that, I can't argue that. That may well have been the case. And, and had we just had Triple H Sting, it might, it might have not been a great match. But mm. the winner should have, sorry, the winner should have been Sting. I, no, I, I, I agree with you entirely on that part of it. Like I say, it's a very odd decision. But yeah, so I'm a little bit disappointed by it. But at the same time, they're giving him the glory he deserves. And uh, so I must, I must praise, argue. I must praise WWE on that score. Absolutely, and uh, yes, he is, and and uh, it's just, a, it's just a shame he didn't really do that much in the WWE. Well, you mean over the years? Yeah, well, not over the years, uh, over his year. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. You know, I mean, winning his first match against Triple H, I mean, it would have been a nice plaudit. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, fair enough. I, I understand if you couldn't give him the title. 
Well, I guess you couldn't give him the title just because he he needs to be part time at his age. But what would have been nice if he just for a month were won the IC title out of the blue? No, that would have been fun. You know, I, I mean, you having like an arrogant, or oh, maybe not Del Rio or whoever had the title at the time, saying you got the uh, at SummerSlam, I'm the best. I basically a bit like John Cena. I challenge anyone down in the locker room, yeah, to come outside and beat me, and I will beat them within a minute. I'll ask, and then suddenly he hears Sting's music. Oh, that would have been glorious. Yeah, and, and he wins it, and then obviously he loses it in a triple threat match the next pay-per-view or something like that. But that would have yeah. been nice. You know? That would have been wonderful. Yeah, big letdown, but there you go. Well, either way, it, so Sting's going to WWE Hall of Fame. Wonderful. Yes. Let me see. Uh, what else can we chew the fat about today? Uh, let me think. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, number four... In terms of uh, the reasons to be fearful for the for the Royal Rumble, I don't know oh, if yes. I agree with this one. What's that one? There aren't enough realistic winners. How many do you need? Uh, well, it goes a recurring problem uh, is that the uh, days of fans believing anybody can win is well and truly over. I think yeah. it never really began because it was always going to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, at least. Maybe four people that, if you actually looked at it in hindsight, were realistically going to win. If that, um, obviously, he said fans aren't stupid. I mean, uh, fans aren't stupid. Uh, making Brock Lesnar's obvious, uh, and yeah. only Reigns and Triple H stand out as other logical winners. Triple H. Yeah, don't know where they got that from. Um, and uh, no one really believes Chris Jericho is going to win. I no, don't. I, don't, I don't believe that either. Um, and that's it. And they, they've kind of got a point. It's, it's. Yeah, uh, but what what is interesting, it, it is for the title, and I think, unlike last year, it was obvious Reigns was going to win. The year before, it was really obvious that Batista was going to win, or Daniel Bryan, but really mm-hmm. Batista, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. At least this year, I don't think, I think it's less obvious that Reigns is going to win. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's a lot in it, but it's certainly less obvious, I suppose. I mean, I think it really is almost flip a coin Reigns or Lesnar, unless we get surprised. Yes. I think you're right. I mean, is I mean, what is annoying is, you know how we've talked in the past about how we like it if, say, someone who's up and coming but nearly there yes. does really well in the Rumble or even wins it. So the only people like that who are around at the moment, it's really just Owens or Ambrose, and I don't see either of them winning. So, so I see what you mean, what the article means in a way. There's only really those two possibilities, as you said, Lesnar and Reigns, and maybe Bryant. Yep. But is that just because of how they book the mid card at the moment? Yep, I completely general? agree. You're absolutely right. This, yes. I mean, think about it. Have they pushed Ambrose better, especially when Reigns was injured? Uh, and then obviously when he came back, they continued to push Ambrose as basically the second big baby face yes. for, for the title. Yes. And they continued to push Owens after the really successful and fantastic John Cena match. Yes. Matches. Have they continued to push both both of them And uh, in terms of, okay, they want to be for the title, but you are going to see them in the Raw main event now and again against someone. Because, you know, sometimes you'll have a mini storyline arc during Raw, you know, which ends. Yes. Yeah. Had they done that, Mike, we may well be saying, okay, Reigns Lesnar, but you can't forget if they want to surprise a tiny bit about Owens and obviously, um, you know, and Ambrose, but we're not going we're at the, unfortunately because of the booking, as you said, we're not saying that. And that's because of WWE. No so else. maybe, so maybe the article does have a point on that one, but it's not just centric to the rumble. 
No, it's not just no, and it's not just centric to the 2016 Rumble. Um, there have been many Rumbles where there really haven't been enough realistic winners. Certainly, over the last five years. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Number three, it says the it did say the Undertaker could be used in a fodder match. Uh, no, he won't. No, that's uh, let's let's let let's. Who wrote this? Um, it's an M. Chalkley. No. Uh, ah, no. Number two, I was pissed. Ray, Roman Reigns might overcome the odds. Why is that to be fearful, though? It's not that bad. Is it that bad? <laughs> well, I don't know. But it goes, Reigns winning is possible, it concludes, but it would need to be extremely well orchestrated, or, or, orchestrated for people to go home happy. The negative reception to his 15 Rumble win should not be forgotten. I can understand that. That makes a good point. Um, yeah, ish. People want, I mean, Lesnar's in the match. People want Lesnar to win. Probably. Uh, if Reigns win, they're going to have to really, really... I mean, they're going to have to really, really book it interestingly. True. I mean, let's be honest. If if Reigns is nowhere near as hated, I think, as he was at the last year's Rumble... No. So I'll say that. He's still not the favour of the month, necessarily, but he's a lot more over than he was. No, but but what I will say, though, Mike, I, can, I, I do agree. Mm-hmm. However, the push they give him... The resources behind him at the moment and uh, throughout his title reign, other than the day he won it, does not justify however he is. They need, I mean, in terms of if, the, you know, if Reigns is still in the same position of people not caring one or two years down the line, it's a failure. Yes, I agree. Uh, and they need to do something. I don't know what they need to do. It, I think it was a case of they pushed the wrong man at the wrong time and they should have really waited for Roman Reigns or done it differently or done the whole, you know, use Daniel Bryan better because that's impacted on Roman Reigns somewhat. Um, but they haven't. Hmm. So, yes, but one or two years down the line, Christ knows what the case is going to be. Roman Reigns might be Roman Reigns might have retired and be living with fourteen cats. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I, I could see that happening. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? No, the cats. Number one, according to the article, is Triple H may capture the WWE title. Bullshit. Uh, Not he, completely impossible, but I doubt it. I would, if the Seth Rollins was coming back for Mania. Yeah, that might be a good storyline, but he's not. You know. Definitely, kind of. You've got my title. They have a match at WrestleMania, which could be interesting. Yes, that could be good, but I don't think this is going to happen. No, no. She wrote her own article. Yes, on on five reasons why the five reasons are wrong. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Um, Love it. That, but uh, yeah, but that, but that's it. Um, announced Rumble participants so far officially are Big Show, Curtis Axel, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman. Uh, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Ryback, Ziggler, Jericho, Reigns, Lesnar, Stardust, Sheamus. Okay. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I think. I think that's fine because I like the surprise. Well, there's always going to be three or four surprises, aren't there? Yeah, exactly. So I like the. I, I prefer. I prefer not to know who's coming in a way. You prefer. You prefer it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I like the surprises. I mean, you've, you've got the people that are guaranteed in there. Do you remember when they used to have um, wrestling matches to guarantee a, a slot in the Rumble? Yes, I can remember yeah. a few of those. Mm. It'd be in, yeah, I mean, it'll be good. Who's number one? That'd be interesting. Who's number 30? We don't know. Indeed. 
Hopefully number 30 is Daniel Bryan and he wins. Uh, that would be incredible. Or number 30 is Daniel Bryan and he doesn't win. No, that's not so good. But it'll give us a shitload to talk about. It really would, wouldn't it? Sometimes the best reactions when you're listening to them on a podcast are the worst reactions. And if you listen to our one where Seamus won and the last two Rumble commentaries, not very, not particularly great reactions, are they? But I do think it, make, it makes really interesting listening. Well, the Seamus one, let's be honest, our reaction was silence. I can't believe it. What the? Yeah. And the other two, we had a lot to talk about. We did, we did. Uh, uh, it was just pure disbelief, wasn't it? More or less. And uh, th- and our amazement at the fact that the-, the fans were so angry, they're booing the people's champion. Oh, of course, of course. The- as you said, The Rock getting booed, which is just weird. I know, I know, but, but I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns was really disliked then, uh, and as you, as, you, as you rightly say, not so much now. Well, based on that, how can we get Roman Reigns to be as over as they want? We need him to like be in a photo cuddling kittens or something. Uh, or save a child's life from a burning Big Show. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, no, he'll get booed then, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, the burning Big Show, yes. He might get cheered, depending who the child is. I don't know. I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're booking him. They're booking him like... Uh, once again, it's Roman Reigns versus the Authority, uh, which is seemingly a storyline we've had since uh, the uh, mid to late nineties, unfortunately, and which, mm. hasn't go- which has never gone away. I, th- I think that's part of the idea, though, is that he's getting over, but maybe still not quite there. Let's bring in Vince McMahon. I think it's, I, I think it's more of a an, not an emergency, but it's like right, we need to finish this off somehow. Let's get in Vince; that'll do it. But the problem is, Vince McMahon's more over than Roman Reigns, one way yes, or another. Yes, yes, he is. That's the problem. They boo and cheer him. Oops. Uh, I, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what you'd do. To be honest, it's difficult. I think well, mm, the Rock got over not just because of his great matches, but because he was very funny. Roman Reigns is starting to have really good matches, but he's not very funny. So no, he. I, no, he's the most he's the most uncharismatic wrestler for the way he looks. If you know what I mean, you look he, he yes. looks absolutely perfect. He looks that. great, yeah. Yeah. His wrestling's okay, but for for the way he looks, for the he's almost the complete package minus the let's be honest, very big part. Uh the big the big slice of the cake that's missing that's missing is uncharismatic. Because even in the, in the ring he doesn't really have much charisma. I mean, even like, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, where you look at, you look at the great Shawn Michaels, the way, you know, you really believe Shawn Michaels was in pain, the way he reaches out to the audience and they start cheering him. The, the, the Rock, you think, oh, The Rock, you know, the, people, the way he does the people's elbow. What a stupid bloody move. But, it went, yeah. it, but because of his charisma and the way he does it, it's cool. But why was part of the reason The Rock was so charismatic is because he was very funny. He was very funny, yes. Um, so, so we need to get a funny wrestler or possibly a funny wrestling journalist on WWE Pod to write some material for Roman Reigns. Yes, but the... the I am willing to do it. But the problem is, you need the charisma to come across as funny or it's just like, oh, this guy's trying to be funny. And that's uh, what you don't want. And, and as funny as you are, it still needs to be the person delivering the jokes. Maybe you should be Roman Reigns. You've got long hair. I do have long hair. Yeah. I, I did dress as him at the Rumble one year for a laugh. Yeah, exactly. I've still got that vest somewhere. You were more over than Roman Reigns was, I'm afraid, Mike. There is one issue I can think of, though. What? Roman Reigns can wrestle a half-hour match and be fine. I can wrestle about 35 seconds and die. 
but you still be over it. And they said, what are 35 seconds? That's what I'm what saying. A, what a way to go. That's what, what my girlfriend, that's what my girlfriend says very frequently. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So, so what a, yeah, what a 35 seconds. I hope she was talking about me and not Roman Reigns. Me too. Yes. So, <laughs> um, I don't, I, I don't, I really don't know. I really don't know what, what, what's going to happen. It, I mean, obviously, this time next week, uh, the, the excitement will be millionaires. Maybe. Yeah. I might even place a bet on the Rumble, but there we go. Are you, you, can you do that? Yes, you can. I can you? America, I, I know in America you can. People place bets on who's going to win, despite the fact that it's kind of fixed. Yeah. That's, that's a little strange. Is it but worth doing, Mike? Maybe. I like the idea. I would put, well, basically, should I put a tenner on Curtis Axel? No. Well, last year he technically wasn't eliminated. Oh, yeah. So does that mean I've won about four million quid? Yes. Good. Go pick it up. I'll, I'm on my way. This is like, this. This will be though the second Royal Rumble in Orlando since 1990. Are you googling facts? No, it's just right in front of me. I've got I've got the Royal Rumble wiki up. Any? Oh, I see. So, have you got in there about Drew Carey? No, I don't. I'm afraid. I, years ago, right, there was a thing, right, Spike Dudley was in a Royal Rumble and was never eliminated as well. And one year, Maven wasn't. Should oh. there be a three-way match between Spike Dudley, Maven and Curtis Axel to be number 30? Yes. There we go. Or the, the, or, or the winner goes to WrestleMania. Fuck the Rumble. Fuck it, hell. <laughs> Curtis <laughs> Axel, in the, talk about a charisma bypass, like you were just saying, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cause, uh, yeah, but even Paul Heyman struggled to get him over. I, th- I don't think he's a bad person, but Curtis actually, I think... He's... Haven't you heard what he did to that tramp? Yeah, no. It was disgusting. <laughs> um, I, I just think he's much better off in like a... Faction. I was that tramp! You really? No. Oh. Carry on. <laughs> I think uh, he's one of those people that's much better off, if, if you're going to have him in the company, as part of a faction, rather than... You know, for people to work with rather than by himself, oh, rather, than solo, rather than a solo star. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if his dad had charisma coming out of everywhere, unbelievably charismatic, Kurt, uh, Kurt Hennig, and was a great wrestler too. Axel's a decent wrestler, doesn't really have charisma. It's a shame. I don't know what else. I don't know what to do with him. No. When I take over as the comedy writer for Roman Reigns, when you take over, well, I, well, <laughs> you may be onto a you may you still may be onto a loser there because it's the person delivering the lines, as I said, the uh, the not very charismatic WWE champion. I mean, even in, it, when you look at his promos, they look so forced. It does. It looks like he's a fifteen-year-old that just rehearsed the lines to the youth club play. <laughs> but that's what that's what that's the feeling I get. You know. Can I, can I say, just for the record, I do quite like Roman Reigns, but I just feel that there's bits that need polishing, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but the problem is, the bit the bit we're talking about, I feel that it needs a lot of polishing, and it's a massive... It's about, I'd probably say, it's not quite half, but more than a third of the cake missing. And that's how important that, that last bit is, to make, to make him a believable star that people can be, get behind, care about, and want to watch. And when I say people, I mean the majority of the audience. Do you fancy some cake? Yes. What one do you want? Um, lemon drizzle. No, I didn't ask for my nickname. I said, what cake do you want? 
I don't know. What cake? I don't know. I'm asking you. Lemon drizzle. Okay. <laughs> I want you and a cake. Ooh. Yes, I want my cake and eat it. Kinky. Um, absolutely. So. But I like, was... I mean, I'm trying to think the last time there was someone so over that the whole WWE universe absolutely loved them. Daniel Bryan, okay? Before oh, that, when was the last time we had a, a, a face that was over that no one really booed? And it wasn't John Cena. So when, when was that? Like, well, like the face of the company for a while. Well, this is what this is an argument that's been going for about ten years now. Is that pe- people always hark back to Austin and Rock? And I don't know. Let's be honest. It's it, it's. I wouldn't call it WWE's fault that there hasn't been anyone that charismatic since. No, or has or has there been? And they've not used them right. Well, John Cena was cheered by all when he beat JBL. Yes, he was. Um, and then he kind of stopped the rap gimmick. Yeah. And then WWE, I think a lot of people felt maybe they pushed him too much, too too hard, so, so, so to speak, too soon. And that's why you had the anti-Cena fans who wins everything, poor, poor, poor. Um, uh, I mean, Shawn Michaels has always been there, thereabouts, but he was around before. Yes. Even The Rock and Austin. So, you know, I think it's unfair to count him. Um, I don't know, really. I, I, I think Brock Lesnar, probably. Lesnar could have been if he'd stuck around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a face of the company. But no, I, th- I think other than Daniel Bryan, he's probably the only one since we've started doing the podcast that's been yes. universally, no one's disliked him at all, you know? Never never gets a bad reaction. What about Abyss? Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot about him. You, you, got, you can't forget Abyss. No. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, I think had they pushed Tomorrow Joe properly, there's always a chance, but they didn't. Have you heard what James Storm has done? He's quit. Yeah, he's gone back to TNA. Idiots! <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. Fucking idiot. He's left NXT. He turned down a contract to go back to TNA, which is probably about six months to live. What the fuck's going on? I know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what? How would you feel, though, Mike? Talking about on. TNA. If uh, number 18 of the world, we were we sit in there and you hear Kurt Angle's music. Well, and watch him limping in. Well, no. He ends up. A I bit. would adore it. I think the crowd would go batshit crazy, wouldn't they? Yeah, I will. Yes, that'd be that'd be awesome. And he eliminates Brock Lesnar. No. Oh uh, wow! And therefore, setting up a WrestleMania match. That could go well as long as there's no shooting star press. <laughs> I think they'd have to. I think Lesnar would want to do one to get it right this year. Whether oh not, no, he know. wouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. Dep- depends how big his ego is, but yeah. Um, <laughs> That was an okay match until that shooting star press. Sadly, that's the only bit I remember. That you, yeah, well, that's why I said it was an okay match, and I think you're absolutely right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking. Do you, do you ever wonder during a wrestling match? Do you think they're wondering what they want for their dinner that night? Yes. What do you think Brock Lesnar eats? Children. Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, Hornswoggles. <laughs> That's where he is. And possibly bits of Matt Stryker. Bits of Matt Stryker? Yeah, I liked him. Did you? Yeah, no one else did, but I did. Oh. Yeah. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brock Lesnar eats children. There we go. <laughs> Yes, Brock Lesnar eats children, all received. Pardon so, me? 
<laughs> Pardon? You've received who? Brock Lesnar reads, reads children. All received, understood. Oh, sorry, I thought it meant you've received Brock Lesnar. And if so, that sounds painful. It does. It'd be difficult to say no. It will be, yeah. Is it, do you find it difficult to say no to Brock Lesnar, Mike? Well, if he approached me in a sexually aggressive manner. Yeah. I find it, I don't think I'd have a choice. You, if he approached me in a sexually aggressive manner. Um, Just uh, as a masturbating woodlouse. Yes, well, they, <laughs> that's, that's been a while. So I have tried to, if, I've tried to explain that to a couple of people when talking about the podcast. No one has understood it. They just go, what? <laughs> well, there you go. What can I say? What can I you, say? They need to listen to the podcast or email us at wapodcast at gmail.com and I will explain the masturbating woodlouse reference. Alas. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. So. Yes. Um, are you, I, I, I mean, what was, winding it down, are you excited about the Rumble? Yes. Okay, uh, compared to other years, I mean, I mean, I mean where does this, how, how excited are you? Where does it stand? Well, I'd, it, I know the sort of thing you're not saying, but excited because you and I are commentating on it and we'll make it funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm... Yeah, to be honest... Well, so I, I'm always excited about the Rumble to an extent. You're always excited about the Rumble to an extent. I am, yes. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you? I'm always... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always excited in terms of... I do think, even going in, there's always a bit of an intrigue as to who's going to win, even though secretly you probably know deep down, maybe you just try to fool yourself that you don't know. Uh, and that yeah. means Kane's going to win. Oh, my God. You know, oh, I would actually rather Roman Reigns win a second than Kane, but yeah. I think I'd vomit on my laptop if Kane wins. Uh, you've heard it here first. Uh, the winner is Kane. There you go. That's oh, what the winner is corporate Kane. <laughs> that is even worse than Kane, isn't it? It is, yeah. Or so, maybe they're joint winners. Possibly. The last two are Kane and Corporate Kane, and Kane eliminates himself, and so therefore Corporate Kane wins. Yeah, something like that. Now, in terms of surprises, they've not yes, announced, they've not announced any surprises, have they? That's kind of implied in the word surprise. So, James, James, yes. Think about what you just said. They've not announced any surprises. That's a good point. Good point. They've not announced that. That's very true. That's the stupidest thing I've said in 2016, I think. That's up, it's up there. So, okay. Oops. <laughs> you know what? I think, to wrap up our beautiful show today, yep. I should... What What can I do? Well, let's see. The Royal Rumble is approaching, so I'm going to sing a song about the Royal Rumble, which I'm going to make up right now. You ready? Yes. Go. Okay, fine. That's not the song. That's me uh, breathing. Oh, right. Let me think of the song. Okay, fine. Let me choose a song. Okay. There is a rumble on its way, and then we're going to say yay. When Roman reigns, he is he's he is first class. 
but wrote, but Brock Lesnar will kick his ass. I see Daniel Bryan flying in. He gets injured, oh God, again. And here comes Ziggler with the French tickler. Rene Dupree wins the Royal Rumble. Good night. The WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the 